right, welcome to our War Media Bears recap. This week, I'm with Joe Tanksley. I am Saul Rodriguez. How are we doing today, Joe? Doing pretty good. How about yourself? Not bad, not bad. And, of course, I'm sure most of Chicago is doing pretty well after that Week 3 win over the Texans. Uh, the Bears took them down 23-20. Let's start off with just initial thoughts, man. What, what were your initial thoughts over the win on Sunday? Well, it definitely wasn't pretty. It was it was pretty ugly, uh, to say the least. Um, but there was a, a, a lot of positives, you know, you know, the resurgence, uh, comeback game for Ro- Roquan Smith. Uh, the running game, you know, you know, was front and center, and the Bears were able to scrap one out against, you know, Lovey Smith coming back to Chicago. Oh yeah, no, that that was definitely the yeah, definite definition of a scrappy win. And the thing was too, the way I felt initially was just when everyone was saying, "Oh, the Bears are two and one," you know, they got the win. I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, "Yeah, we're just a little better than the Texans." I think that's what that's what <laughs> happened after after that is just how I felt. And, yeah, uh, I mean, the Bears aren't the worst team in the league. And, you know, we can, you know, they can hang their hat on that, you know. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And and uh, the main thing, we'll, t- we'll start with the positives. The main thing that people were talking about was the run game and how good the run mm-hmm. game was. The Bears ran for 281 yards. Uh, that was the, the 14th highest in franchise history and the most since 1984 when they did it mm-hmm. against, uh, uh, the, I believe it was the Cowboys. So kind of what were your thoughts on the run game and how well they did overall? And Khalil Herbert, whether it be that or uh, David Montgomery obviously went down. Khalil Herbert picked up the slack. But also just mm-hmm. Justin Fields, who obviously did not have a great day, but he was able to uh, you know, make it make up for a little bit in some of the run run plays. Well, I would say that you know the, the offensive line, they did a great job of moving the Texans off the ball. And you, know, you look at the replays during the game, they were ferocious and pushing those guys off the line of scrimmage. And, you know, Khalil Herbert was able to step in and, you know, they didn't miss a, miss a beat. Um, he, you know, he, he was able to rip off some pretty, you know, big games. And ultimately, you know, that led to the Bears, to a Bears victory. You know, I'm glad to hear that, you know, I think Coach Ibrahim said after the game that Montgomery is going to be day to day. And, you know, we'll know for sure on Wednesday, but uh, it doesn't look like it's going to be too too serious. But, you know, with Khalil Herbert, you know, I feel comfortable with him, you know, handling the load, you know, in his absence. So that was pretty good. Yeah, no, I, hopefully everything turns out well with David Montgomery because, you know, it, it, but I will say this, as much as uh, if he is out for a week or two or something like that, we're going to miss him. Uh, it's nice to have, as you said, Khalil Herbert. I mean, I've always thought of Khalil Herbert as, you know, or for as much as we've seen him as a baby Montgomery because the mm-hmm. way they play, it looks like they could just run through a wall with that ball. So it's like, it's, it's a, it's a good thing that we have a guy like Herbert, they could just step in and it's like, you know, they don't lose any momentum with the run game. And they were able to do that, especially even with like guys like Ebner stepping up also as well to be kind of Herbert's backup yesterday and get the job done. Now uh, going on to the next thing, a little bit, a little bit of the negative when it came to yesterday was just more of uh, growing pains for, uh, for Justin Fields. And he was mm-hmm. eight for 17 and my over under before the game was actually 15 of throws. I was going to, I was saying I was, it's probably going to be under 15 throws, but I was, I missed it by a couple, but mm-hmm. it, it was more the same of him just, you know, whether, it, you know, just the inaccuracy and stuff, all those little, you know, little things, but definitely this season is going to be when he's going to have more room for error. Uh, what did you think initially when you saw the game and you saw just have uh, Justin Fields have a little more of the growing pains? 
Well, the thing about it, he didn't want to say it, but I'll say it for him. He played like ass, you know. <laughs> so I got you back, Justin. I'm telling everybody out there that you played like ass. I know that's what you wanted to say, and, and he did. And yeah. uh, but that's what's going to happen when you're going to have a young quarterback, and you know, especially you know his, his you know second year in the league, and already he has a new coach and a new offensive system, and so you're definitely going to take your lumps with that. And, you know, we talked previously before the Green Bay game, he's going to have to understand and learn how to fit the ball and throw those balls and, you know, throw the ball into windows. And, and you know, a lot of times when guys have a lot of talent and they play around, you know, play with, you know, guys with a lot of talent like he did with Ohio State, you know, you're not always going to have guys running free like that. You know, in the NFL, everybody gets paid to play. You know what I'm saying? So the, the room for error, the margin for error is, is that smaller. And so he's going to have to learn how to anticipate guys being open and getting the ball out on time, even though, you know, he doesn't see them, you know, so you're going to have to trust that they're going to be at their landmarks when they're supposed to be. And that's, you know, that's going to have to take time. You know, I think, um, you know, he's going to have to develop that confidence in himself, you know, and he's going to have to make some mistakes and learn from them, you know, and I think, you know, this is a, a good game, you know, to, to, to learn and coach from because you still come out with a, uh, a a victory, but you still have a lot of room to improve. And I know a lot of people were, you know, kind of getting down on him because, you know, he, he, he made the two interceptions and, you know, two, you know, threw two bad footballs. And it seemed like, you know, Getsy and the coaching staff kind of lost faith in them. But you got to think about it, you know, there's other guys in the locker room that are playing hard to win. And, uh, you know, you know, they talk about the conservative nature of the game. Well, you, you know, you're getting 281 yards rushing, you know, saying this is a game that you have, to, you know, you have to beat the Texans, you know, saying mm -hmm. this is a game, you know, this is the game that you can't go out there and just, you know, throw caution to the wind and, you know, and whatever that the chips fall where they may, you got to go out there and beat the Texans because mm -hmm. you can't be the worst team in the league. And so, I think the coaching staff has done a good job so far of insulating him because, you know, how, you know, people want to say, well, let's just go let him, go let him chuck it. But how, you know, what does that do for Justin's confidence if he's the reason they lose the game, you know? And so I think, you know, this is still a, a coachable moment and you still get the victory. And ultimately this is something that he can go back and look at and, and improve from. Yeah, definitely. And I think you, you you made a good point in the sense of with the whole, you know, it's a different game from college, from the NCAA, like when you're playing in college and stuff like that. And I actually, I remember, I, I, I forgot what pundit it was, but they made it, they made a point in saying he's coming to, he's coming to the NFL and it, no, not everyone's open as they were at, at Ohio state. And now more guys are getting covered and more pressure and, and stuff like that. So he's mm -hmm. not used to that. And, you know, hopefully it does take just a couple of seasons for him to like, get a little mm -hmm. more used to it. Um, but yeah, you definitely, you, you kind of like the, a little bit of accountability that he has in that sense where you say, no, oh, yeah, you play like trash or, or, or like ass, like he's wanted to say, but it, it, yeah, as I said before, this is the season where he's going to have, uh, you know, who knows what happens the rest of the way, but if he has more mm -hmm. mistakes, it's okay. Because it's kind of like this season, not, not everyone expects anything from the bears necessarily when mm -hmm. it comes to wins and loss wins and losses. So uh, definitely was another room to grow. Uh, was another game to grow and another thing too that I was going to say was that and, and we talked a little bit before before getting on here was the fact that he had uh that moment last week where he you know kind of cleared up his words 
a little bit of like what we know that that was. And obviously, um, yeah, you, you, you definitely have something to say about that, right? What would you want to say? I mean, that 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 was made up, and I, I think, you know, I think part of the bad thing about living today is like it's real easy for people, just just people who pay who are paid to, you know, look and listen for things that sound weird or awkward and they take take it out and leave the mm-hmm. context away. And, you know, that was an unfortunate moment, you know, when for the you know, for Justin Fields, you know, you know, it's only his second year, but he's been pretty transparent transparent with the media and honest with himself and, you know, and uh with us as far as what's going on and the things that he needs to do to develop. And I think you know, it doesn't take a rocket science to understand what he's what he's saying, what he, what he meant. You know, that's still the guy's livelihood. You know, they go out there and risk brain damage and injury and all mm-hmm. this stuff. So you're like, yeah, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying, <laughs> yeah, they take it a lot harder. You know, what I'm saying, no one wants to go out there and you know, being you know, what's the equivalent to three, you know, three to five car crashes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and then lose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Think about that. They, those guys go out there, you know, you know, play, and it's the equivalent to three to five car crashes in one day. You know? Yeah. No one wants to go out there and lose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, that's the thing too, is like, yeah, it was it was blown out of proportion, like the definition of that. And and but I do like in the sense of that he was able to, you know, call it out and be like, hey, this is not what I meant or this is not what I said. So, mm-hmm. at least, you know, that's the one thing I like about it. And, and also just the fact that like, yeah, with with Justin Fields and, and the way that he handles himself, I think it. Yeah, it's like he I like the way that like his honesty as well, in the sense of he mm-hmm. tells it how it is, because let's be real, like mm-hmm. every NFL, every NFL player, let alone quarterback, when they lose a game. I bet you a million bucks they don't want to be out. They don't want to be like come to you know a room full of journalists and hear those questions. Obviously not. So it's it's mm-hmm. a completely completely human to have a little bit of uh, just you know not necessarily disgust, but kind of just like man, just like I don't want to be here, you know. So right, and, 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 and here's the thing: if he had done that, yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, how many people would have understood? You know, saying yeah. you know, yeah, you're right. It, he would have been buried even more. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think that um, – I, I, I don't think his confidence is going in himself, in himself is going to waver. Mm-hmm. I think he wants to improve, and he's going to do the things necessary to improve, mm-hmm. you know. And, and pretty soon it, it'll, come to, it'll come together for him. Right now the Bears have a very strong running game to lean on, um, and they have a coaching staff that's going to protect him from losing games. You know, and I think, you know, nobody wants to be the reason. No, none of those players want to be the reason why they lose the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the worst thing, you know, for a quarterback is to be the reason the team loses. You know, and the quarterback is the most important position on the field, and it's also the hardest to develop because so much mental goes into it. You know, and you don't want to break him, you know, early. You know, this early in his career. You know, and you know, and some people say he either has it or he doesn't. But you know, at a certain point, a lot of this stuff becomes the learned behavior. <laughs> you know what I mean? And we don't want to get too early. We want to put him in the situ- you know, we want to put him in situations to succeed. You know, and people, 
you know, all we have to do is just go back a few years. People were crying for the run game. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They were, they were crying for these things. They were begging for these things, and it never happened. And now it's happening. <clears throat> you know, and they're helping the quarterback. You know what I'm saying? They're doing things to help the quarterback succeed. And so, and they're winning games with it. So, you know, we don't have to, you know, you know, you know, sometimes you get what you ask for and this is what it looks like, you mm-hmm. know, you know, not everybody is going to be able to be a Patrick Mahomes and get Andy Reid, Tariq Hill, Travis Kelsey, Kareem Hunt, you know what I'm saying? In the first couple of years of the season, you know, <laughs> not everybody's going to be Justin Herbert and get those guys that he has, um, you know, so that, that, that doesn't happen very often, you know, more so not, you know, you, if you're, getting drafted in, in the first round as a quarterback, you know, those teams at the are at the top of the list because they're bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so exactly. You know, so uh you're gonna have to kind of grow with that. You know, you think about how, you know, you know, Matthew Stafford was the Detroit Lions. They lost and lost and lost and lost and lost and finally he had to go someplace else. Mm-hmm. So you know, and these things happen, you know, I mean we can go back and, you know, look and see how Quarterbacks have developed, you know, Ben Roethlisberger took took about a year or two to develop, two or two or so years. You know, Tom Brady took about two seasons to become Tom Brady. You know, these things happen. <laughs> no, yeah, that that's true, and it, and it's also just the fact that uh, the speed of the game is obviously way different from you know college, and also when it comes to that, um, I just remember the comments that I think it was. Uh, uh, one of the the analysts, the one that was on the analyst for the for the game on Sunday, was saying that Damon Pierce, the running back for the Texans, uh, well, they were asking about the speed of the game, and he was saying there's like a game within a game within a game. It's like all it's it's just the the, mm-hmm. the speed of the game is crazy, and we saw uh, plenty of his talents on the field. Man, he got his first uh, career uh, mm-hmm. touchdown, and you know before the game, I said that was one of the things I was looking at for the Bears to watch out for was. Uh, Damon Pierce and, and kind of like him and, 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 you know, hopefully he didn't go out and have a, a big game and he necessarily did not have a big game, but he had a solid game nonetheless. And he was able to show his talents. What did you think of, of that young player? And kind of, he was mostly the difference. I think also it was a thing of kind of how the bears were going to, you know, react to a quarterback, like, like Mills and uh, seeing what he did, not that he's, you know, like I said it before, not that mm-hmm. he had, he is a, he has a big, he's, he's a big name. But uh, when it comes to Bears, you know, being a Bears fan, we know we've we've seen plenty of games where they get dunked down by quarterbacks we never heard of. So a guy like him, uh, he they were able to contain him, and he wasn't, you know, he didn't do much. But kind of, what did you think about the young running back and the young offense for the for the Texans? Well, you can definitely tell that this was a game that Levy Smith wanted to win. He wanted to come mm-hmm. back to Soldier Field and walk away with a W. And they they showed some clips of him on the sideline. This is the most animated that I've seen him on a sideline ever. He was getting letting the refs have it and and all that. And I was just like, oh man, he really wants this game. And that, I think they came in with with, with, a, with a solid game plan, um, you know, to beat the Bears. You know, both of the teams were pretty disciplined. Not a lot of penalties on both sides. So the, and the styles kind of similar. You know, mirrored each other. You know, they both play the cover two defense, base defense. And um, they both, you know, rely heavily on the run game. I will say, though, that the difference in this game, though, is that we had Roquan Smith. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and Roquan Smith was, you know, 
you know, he didn't play well against Green Bay, uh, but he was able to come back and, and bounce back, and he had a monster of a game. You, you talked about, you know, Damian Pearson. You know, he did play well, but Roquan, you know, stuffed him in the red zone a couple times for loss. Mm-hmm. That was the difference in the game. Roquan was able to get an interception late. You know, that was the difference in the game. And I would say the impact that Roquan had on the game was one of the, you know, besides the running game, that was, you know, was the, the biggest reason the Bears were able to win is because, you know, his, his of his performance. Yeah, and, and yeah, that, that's what I was thinking too. That was going to be my next point in, in the fact that Roquan Smith was huge in this game. 16 tackles, two for loss, and of course that interception. So it wasn't necessarily just the run game, but it was obviously it's easy to talk about the offense, but the defense obviously stepped stepped up when it needed to. Also, I would like to point out, mm-hmm. you know, uh, before we, you know, move on, is that, you know, Kendall Ward, the door was being mm-hmm. picked on. He was being picked mm-hmm. on. Yeah. You know, sorry, but he, he, he stuck with it. Mm-hmm. He stuck with it and he was able to make a play in the, in the end zone. That, oh, yeah, you know, his, it was it was his hand, right? He batted it in it the was, Yeah, he was able to deflect that ball to Eddie Jackson mm-hmm. intercepted and it still stands. The Bears are twelve and zero when he has the interception. So yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, he he was he was very important in the game. And you know, you think about how, you know, you know, like Justin said, Kendall Vendor is, you know, was ass. <laughs> you know, just 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 put it out there. You know, and he still might be. He still might be. <laughs> but but uh he kept his head in the game and he, he he was ready when it was time to make his opportunity when it was his opportunity to make a play, he made it. And that was also a key factor in the game. Yeah, no, that, that that's that is true. Then and I could tell when the, I just feel like I heard Bill Dora's name so much yesterday and, and when mm-hmm. it came to coverage or you know. Uh, but also, uh, I did want to talk about overall what this win means to next week now. Now, obviously, the Giants game still going on right now, so we won't necessarily know if they're still undefeated. Uh, mm-hmm. But kind of what do you – real quick, what do you think is is your little uh, sneak peek into next week? Well, I, here's the thing. The Bears will have an opportunity to go 3-1. and one. And, you know, you take these games week to week, you know, and – the, the biggest thing is going into next week is Saquon Barkley, you know, is a man on the mission. He's 100% healthy and he's running hard and he leads the league in rushing. You know, we won't know if he, you know, that's going to happen until, you know, the end of the game, you know, because the NFL is very week to week, you know, and things change so quickly in the NFL. But, you know, the, the, the Giants are in a position to be undefeated right now, you know, as, as, as tonight goes. And, you know, they got a new head coach too. <laughs> and so, and they got their own culture that they're trying to instill over there. And a lot of people, you know, wanted that Brian Dable in Chicago. They thought he would be a good fit for, for Justin Fields. I thought he would too, you know. And so, you know, they, they're they trying to do their thing. And there's two teams pretty much in, in, in the same position. Um I don't know um, if the, the the Bears are going to have to really get solid and sound in the, in those run fits and what they do defensively to stop the run, especially against a player like Saquon Barkley. Um, and so it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. You know, if, if we can have a, a you know if Roquan can start stacking these games, you know, and we can get you know Jalen Johnson back 
on the you know at, at the corner position, and and these guys can start you know start putting these games together. I think it's definitely a winnable game, but you know the the the, the Giants you know they get paid to play too, <laughs> so we'll see. Yeah, no, it's true, and also regardless of of what type of football they've been playing, or I really hope they win tonight because. Uh, it would just be nice to go into the Meadowlands and, and, and be able to kind of uh, put, I guess, you know, poke a hole in their party or kind of, you know, mm-hmm. you know, in deflate that situation kind of, and it would be fun in general, regardless of, you know, because people might, you know, even, even they were talking about it now that they were like a, it's like a, a fake two and zero where it's like not even, you know, anything impressive or whatever, but, but I, I don't, <laughs> I mean, people say fake, but it's really, hard yeah to win football games professional football games it's really hard to win professional football games and you know the, the some of the teams that we thought were going to be good are playing horrible right now mm-hmm. they can't you know the chargers they're zero and three the, the raiders haven't won a game and you know and so it's you know when you can get those victories you can't take that lightly you mm-hmm. know you can't take that lightly you know the, the minnesota vikings almost lost one at home to the Lions, you know, yeah. so it's it's hard to win these football games. You know, the Colts just went into Kansas, you know, beat Kansas City at home, you know, uh, in, in Indianapolis. So, you know, and the Colts tied with, uh, uh, who did they tie with? They tied with the Texans, and then they yeah, lost they to did. Jacksonville, mm-hmm. and then they come back in week three and beat Kansas City. It's hard <laughs> to win, and that's in the NFL. And that's, that's the most important thing that you got to take away is the NFL is very week to week, very week to week. And, you know, as the, as the weeks pile up, as the season goes on, more bumps and bruises, you know, saying more aches and pains, um, you know, it, 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 it changes. <laughs> yeah, no, 100%. Yeah. And it's, it, it, yeah, like, I'm just like, at this point, I'm like, I don't even care what anybody thinks about, you know, the the 2-0, and maybe 3-0 and Giants. I'm like, I just want to mm-hmm. see the Bears go in there and win and, and be able to, you know, move to 3-1 and and, and and so on. So, and they have a good mm-hmm. chance. I mean, as I say, you know, the Bears have a good chance of not only being 3-1, and but who knows, 4-1. and And they, I believe they, because I think after next week, they face the, the Vikings, then they face the Commanders winnable games so but we'll see it's kind of a flip flip of the coin you could really you know say any anybody can win those games so it'll be uh good, i mean, good to watch. I, I, mean I, I looked at the schedule i looked at the schedule mm-hmm. of who they're facing uh let me pull it up real quick mm-hmm. since we, you know since we get into prediction mode mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but uh so the bears get daniel jones next week Mm-hmm. In the Giants, then they get Kirk Cousins in the Vikings, mm-hmm. then they have Carson Wentz in the, in the Washington Commanders, and then Brian Hoyer, who might who 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 might play if Mac Jones is hurt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Cooper Rush, you know. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the the you know people you know say that you know you get you get a chance to those guys those those guys don't scare you those, those are not boogeyman players yeah you know those are not boogeyman names it's not Aaron Rodgers it's not Tom Brady so mm-hmm. those you know you, you it's a defense you really you you feel pretty confident you can have a shot against those guys so those are very winnable games so we'll see <laughs> you know it's, it's it's shaping out favorably you know yeah and they they really don't have that hard of a schedule 
mm-hmm. you know, and so we'll see. I don't, I don't think they have a lot of talent, but they're definitely not the worst team in the league. And they, they they've been well coached to this point uh, as far as, you know, playing with discipline and playing with, you know, playing with that hustle, that intensity, and <laughs> that tackling yeah. and that smart sound, whatever it was like the, the hits principle. They hit, uh, yeah. yeah. They've been, they, they seem like they've bought into it and, you know, and if they can keep stacking wins, you know, the more believable, you know, coach Eberflus and his staff becomes. <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. And also it's, it's it's one of those seasons too where you're like, hey, see what happens. We're not. I don't think we'll. You know, I don't think it necessarily. I guess real Bears fans would say not like not a meatball take would probably be like, oh man, we're you know they're gonna be mad that we're like you know I don't know five and you know twelve or whatever. But real Bears fans know that this is uh, this is just another year of progress. Whatever we get mm-hmm. in extra, whatever positive we get is extra. So hopefully they can mm-hmm. keep doing that going on to next week at New York at the Meadowlands. And like I said, hopefully it's a three and zero Giants Giants uh, team so we can take them out. But we'll see. Uh, But that will do it for this Bears recap for War Media. Thanks for joining me, Joe. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. All right. Peace.